Hello, Satnam. Welcome to a new episode of the Sovereign Goddess Podcast. Authentic conversations with modern medicine women and goddess penures alike, inspiring you to build your queendom with grace. I'm your host, Serena Riccio, and I'm really excited to be on this new episode with you. There's been so much change, as you heard from the last episode. This is my summer of change, and the biggest thing that I've really been focused on and really honoring is making your mess your message. And, you know, for five years or so, well, up until my whole life, I just celebrated my uh, 28th birthday on the 9th of June. And in all reality, like I ever since I was a little girl, I would be terrified of turning 28 I was like oh my god I'm gonna die at 27 like I totally thought that like all the grades died at 27 like to even the point where I wouldn't even use white lighters because they all died with white lighters on them and so since turning 28 like it's just this liberation I'm feeling and my best friend got married on my birthday so I was in Playa del Carmen with all of my college friends from Chapman, and we had like an amazing time together, just like family and vacation and relax and fun. And just, it was so silly, but it was so amazing. So now I'm back and I'm feeling really rejuvenated because, you know, there's times where, especially as goddess penures and entrepreneurs at that, like we overwork ourselves. Like we're constantly trying to keep up with the social media or trying to keep up with the computer and the email and this and this and this. And all of that is just so ego based. Like we're trying to meet up to this image of who we think we need to be rather than just allowing ourselves to be who we are. And so that's been part of my mess is like trying to keep up to this like status quo, uh, you know, to really be like, okay, like this is the comparison is still happens. You know, we try to, really say like, oh, we don't compare, like no judgment, but we're still fucking human. And those tendencies come up. And if people tell you they don't come up, well, then they're not being real because they happen, you know? And that's something that I really wanted to be talking about today was, you know, when I really was like, okay, I'm here and I'm committed to this path and I'm going to do what I can to like be the best version of me, which is great. But sometimes like, it went to such an extreme that I forgot to even honor the shadow parts and the parts of us that, you know, are still are still trying to meet up to that higher self, that higher vibration. They're like little facets of ourselves and facets of the human experience that we need to honor. And all of this, what I've been really just hearing lately is just like the divine timing. Like there's areas in our life that we hold more trauma than others, you know, and so it's going to take more time for those parts of us to really meet up to the rest of us to make us feel whole and complete. And so a lot of my mess, you know, in the beginning, especially, you know, I'm coming up to this, well, I'm at this five year mark right now, like, the summer of five years ago was really my tumultuous, like time, I was eating Molly ecstasy, like, every week, to numb myself out to try to find God and I was abusing it and you know now I'm super passionate about psychedelic research as you heard like in previous episodes too how psychedelics really saved my life but 
part of that was understanding my mess and my mess for a while was just like thinking that this pill was going to help me or save me and was the do all answer. And then I got slapped in the face with it. So a lot of what we have to do, especially as light workers and especially as people who are going out there and being vulnerable to share their stories is that we need to share the whole story. That means we need to be able to own the story. Because in all reality, something that we've gone through already may be helping someone else that's going through it right now. And that's why we're doing this work. We're not doing it for the number on top to see like how many followers you have on Instagram, for instance. And we're doing this because we are being called to do this work. We're not doing it for any approval outside of us. Yes, it feels good to be recognized, but that's not why we're here. We're here because we've heard the call that it's time for us to serve. And sometimes, you know, when we're going through these, and like even that's what I was experiencing this past week. Like I love all my friends that I was with, but I also saw how it was hard for me sometimes to really resonate with them in a way or really like flow with them in a way because I've always had, ever since I was a kid, it's always been challenging for me to quote unquote fit in. I've always been like the outsider in that sense. And so time and time again, I remind myself that it's because you are a leader and you are here to build a new world. So sometimes we don't fit into the world that we're seeing. I think that's why when we look even at the political scheme, like there's so many awakened people that are seeing what's going on and they're not fitting in is because they are the leaders that are raising the vibration and holding that space. And that happens in our everyday lives too. You know, we see people that we've grown up with or... We come across people that we love and we care about. We see their light, but they're still very deep in that shadow. So that's where we need to be able to come from that sense of empathy and understanding and being like, hey, I've been there too. And that is you leading and you going out there from that mess you once were in. And then you're like, hey, there's another way and you're going to get through this. That's part of your message. Like We need to be able to go out there and be confident with what we're sharing and to be authentic with what we're sharing because that's where the true power lies. Our power lies in our energy around it and how we're handling the situations around us. You know, if other people are treating you like shit, most likely it's because they're hurting still. And so I always go back to that, that one of the four agreements from Don Miguel Ruiz and it's, you know, don't take anything personally And when we realize that people are acting or behaving in the way that they are treating themselves, you don't have to take on their stuff. And that's crucial because I know in the past too, like I would project so much of my stuff onto people, onto someone I loved with all my heart. You know what I mean? Like I threw all of my shit onto him. And the thing was, was that I needed to claim responsibility for myself. And because I wasn't taking responsibility and I was blaming the world outside, I was in a fucking mess. I was in a huge mess. And so part of this episode that I just really wanted to talk about, about making your mess your message, is to really stand up and to be able to take responsibility for your behavior in the past. Because all of those things, Uh, situations or you know things that you've gone through back then they're not they're not bad you know if anything we need to work on shifting our mind frame and being like okay 
these were all lessons for me. These were opportunities for me to grow. And you know what? If we've hurt people in the past, it's because we're unaware of that. And so that's where we need to learn to really forgive ourselves and to ask for forgiveness and to really turn it over to our guides because everyone has their own way of grieving. And you can't push someone else to be like, you need to grieve this way or you need to grieve this way. Like we have to honor and recognize that every single person is doing the best that they can based on their level of awareness. And sometimes we numb ourselves out to not deal with the situation. And trust me, I don't condone it, but you know what? This is where we have to learn to like back off and allow other people to figure out their own journey too. Because in all reality, we're all on our own journeys. We're all on our own paths. And It's a blessing when we're able to come together and to really connect and recognize the other person as you, as Yogi Bhajan says, is one of the sutras of the Aquarian age. Like, recognize the person that in front of you is you. And so when we come from that space of of togetherness and not from that space of separation, that's when we're really able to look up and be like, okay, let me choose again. I've chosen wrong. I apologize. I'm sorry. And you know what? When you know better, you do better. Like that is the Maya Angelou quote that, you know, my personal queen Oprah always talks about. And I remember hearing that years ago. And it's so true. When you know better, you do better. And so sometimes we have to go through the mess because then we know. And it's up to us whether or not we continue on that path and do it again because that's part of the karma it's, it's going to keep coming back to us until we really learn to like whoa I honor you I'm grateful that you came up I'm really ready to choose again so these are the times to really be gentle with ourselves there's a lot of changes going on there's a lot of chaos in the world and we can also be able to look at these as opportunities for us to love ourselves and others even more And the biggest thing, too, is when you're going through the mess, sometimes we forget just how strong we really are. And because, let's face it, the things that we're going through, they're all from our past thinking. Like, our past thinking has come together to make this mess (laughs) what we're going through. And so that's why it's really important to be aware of your thoughts and to choose again. Like, that choosing again is so crucial. And, you know, when we release that shame and that guilt for where we've been or what we've done, that's the liberation. That's the moksha. That's the freedom from the suffering. The suffering comes from the thoughts, singing the thoughts over and over again, beating ourselves up, beating others up. Like, it's not going to do anything, my dear. I hate to break it to you. So when we really just choose again and we really allow ourselves to be the sovereign beings that we are and realize, hey, like I'm the one that's responsible for my experience. I'm the self-reliant one here. That's It's up to me on how I choose to see the situation. Rather than giving away your power and being like, oh, this is this person's fault or, oh, the victim mentality, like that victim mentality, holy shit, like that is the worst. Because let's be real, you're not a victim you're here to be victorious because as soon as you see yourself as a victim, that means you're giving away your power to someone else again. And we need to stop doing that. Like we just need to be authentically who we are. And you know what? 
to be the light worker, you're going to have to go through the shadows sometimes too. Because, you know, we can't see the stars without the darkest, the darkest nights. So when we, you know, are always like, oh, love and light, love and light all the time. Yeah, that's not, that's not what it is really. (laughs) And I can say that from my own experience. That was part of my mess. Part of my mess was like pretending like what wasn't happening wasn't happening when it was fucking happening. You know, it was like, oh, love and light to you. But like, no. I'm still over here a fucking hot mess, you know what I mean? And I'm doing the best that I can. And yes, it's great to look at the light. But if you really, really want to go grow, you have to be able to embrace that shadow. You have to be able to embrace those parts of you that, you know, we kind of ignored for a while or the parts of us we disowned. And those inner child moments will come out. And that's when people behave like a fucking child is when, you know, their inner child is hurting. It's something from their past where they were just like tarnished and there's trauma still there. And that's why, you know, I'm a huge advocate for PTSD research and trying to help the vets and other people because, you know, just because you're not in a war zone in Afghanistan or Iraq or you know, Syria or wherever in the world, we have wars going on in our head all the time. And let's be real, the inner is creating the outer. So the longer we are really in this war with our head and allowing ourselves to be the victim, we're going to see victimhood in the world. It is what it is. The inner is creating the outer. And so I know with me, since like turning 28 and I'm moving into my new house next month and I'm so excited A huge part of what I'm really doing is getting out of that victim mentality and getting out of that mindset that like the world is against me because when things aren't really going your way, you have to understand that there's a greater plan happening and that's what I've had to learn over time. It's like I was always thinking that like it was on this quote unquote timeline my life like by this time I'm going to do this, by this time I'm going to do this, by this time I'm going to do this. And yes, we can always set goals, but when it involves other people and other people's free will, that's not how it works. And you have to also really be careful what you wish for, because I know like five years ago when I was in it, I was wishing for like extraordinary things because I know and I recognize my worth of how I want to feel when I get to certain things in certain places in my life. And I think... I'm finding myself creeping up to it soon. Like it's it's all coming to fruition right now because I've been like busting my ass off for the past five plus years. But I still have to really be patient with myself because when we realize that not everything needs to be in our control, and this is coming from like a recovering control freak, when everything is not doesn't need to be in control and that You know, you can call on your guides, you can call on the ancestors, you can call on God, spirit, universe, whatever, your ascendant masters that you need to call on to help you. You have to remember that we have to be able to be enjoying this life. Like, we can't be, like, going after trying to, like, make a living where we need to just be able to live. Like, we need to be able to experience and enjoy this life. That's why we're here. We're not here to just hustle all the time. We're also here to flow. And from, you know, being this, myself being a Gemini, it's, uh, I've, and I've always been very independent and super masculine in that sense, like 
getting back into my Shakti and that feminine flow, that's been part of my journey that I've had to really endure and really embrace over the years because I have to find that balance. We all have to find that balance. I'm all about like balancing the masculine and feminine energy within us. And that means practicing what you preach, you know, and that means that I've had to learn to let go, let go, let God, you know, and I've had to really get back into my breath and trust in the flow of life because there are so many things that are happening that we're not seeing, that we're not supposed to see because we haven't been a vibrational match to what all the beauty that's really coming in store right now. Like that's what I'm really feeling right now is like there's so much coming my way and there's a lot of opportunities and collaborations and connections that I'm so thrilled about. But I have to be patient because I'm still working on putting together my foundation and solidifying the ground so that I can really be ready to like build like a really strong queendom. And that means you have to tend the garden sometimes too and pick the weeds and you have to be able to be present in the now rather than so focused on the future because that's where we know that anxiety comes from the fear of the future And we can't be so fearful of that. Like, we can't be doubting what's in our heart and what our intuition is telling us. The only thing we should be doubting are our doubts (laughs) because they're not real. Those doubts are the things that are doing their best to try to hold us back. Those are the small parts of us that, you know, are afraid of change and are trying to control and are in this like space that. I have to do it all by myself. And remember, we're in this Aquarian age now. It's not about us doing things by ourselves. Like, this is a time of collaboration. This is a time of cooperation. Like, even that, like, old paradigm of competition and competing against one another, you know, we're still, we still see that a lot, especially with, like, social media and and Instagram. And I know I definitely can say that, like, I've compared myself, like, oh, shit, like, this person has way more followers than me. They're going to be way more successful, blah, 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 blah. That's not the case. Like the people that you're supposed to help will show up. But you have to believe in that. You know what I mean? Because all of this is energy. And you have to really be careful with the energy you're putting out there. If you're trying to feel desperate, if you're not feeling like confident in the work you're doing, all of those things are very sensitive is the best way for me to say it. And to be able to understand and be like, okay, like, I am responsible for my life and I am responsible for the way I react. You know what I mean? It's not so much of how other people treat you, but it's your reaction and what you're going to do about it. That really is the deciding factor of how the trajectory of your life, because people are going to behave you and people are going to meet you where they are. And so when you, again, don't take that personally, it makes life so much easier. (laughs) but that's just been really big and so you know with part of my mess is my message is yeah I abused drugs I abused MDMA for a long time but I still had like deep PTSD that I was working with but I wasn't taking care of my body that was the problem was that I was just taking and taking and taking but I wasn't really giving to my body at all I was taking all the serotonin from me I was just no sleep. I was just like listening to like progressive house, just like just bangers after bangers. Now when I hear progressive house, I want to cringe sometimes. (laughs) But that's another story. Uh, But yeah, 
So when you're, you know, when you're taking and abusing these things and, you know, there's a point where I completely separated myself from, and I even kind of judged other people that were still using medicines and, you know, getting fucked up around me all the time. But as I've grown over time and, you know, recognize the other person as myself and see those as parts of myself, it's because there were so many times where I carried shame for being that person in my past. And we can't change where we've been, you know? We can't change the story of what brought us to this very moment. We need to learn to embrace it because the more we try to separate ourselves from it or disassociate or even disown those parts of ourselves, it's just going to keep coming back. Like, we need to practice that forgiveness with ourselves for where we've been and for choosing wrong then. And if anything, we went through that because it's brought us the strength, it's brought us the knowledge. And so, you know, after staying away and not really doing anything, like stopped eating meat, cut out the sugar, cut out the drugs, I like cut out TV, like literally all these like overstimulating things I really cut out and just decided to read and do yoga for a long time. But there were still parts of myself that weren't feeling whole. And that was because I was really disassociating myself from my shadow. And that was not fun because I needed that darkness. There was so much beauty during those times too. You know, we, when we go through those times, like that's where the growth is. And I would not be the person I am today if it weren't for those experiences. And those experiences has really motivated me and inspired me to like be more vocal about psychedelic research because I know how it's helped me. And, you know, I'm seeing like all these vets and all these people that are going through deep trauma, like I was watching this show on uh, Viceland, uh, the TV station that Vice has, and uh, they were talking, it's a show called Weedekit, and they were talking about Compton and how a lot of people in Compton have PTSD from seeing all the gangs and all the, sh- all the shooting and, you know, just the brutality that's going on and, like, the disrespect, like, that's happening, and that's only two hours from me. And so we really also need to change like the way that we see the world and the mess that we see that's happening around us and making the mess your message is also speaking up and speaking up for others who feel like who may feel like they don't have a voice because when you're in the deepest of the shits you feel so alone you feel like no one's really listening to you no one cares about you and we need to be able to stand up for one another and standing up for one another is also allowing ourselves to be vulnerable and authentic to and real with where we've been because that space of empathy is where the real magic is. That's where that connection is. And as we remember that we're here to really embrace all facets of the human experience, we're also here to really honor the people that are different from us. Because while their stories are different, you know, their their love is love and love is the same no matter what. That light is the same no matter what. There is God within every single one of those people. There is, we're all part of one another. We are all part of one another. And there's that seven degrees of separation and 
just being able to like connect with like our or to get our auras together like we are around each other and we are really our behavior and our actions are influencing the world around us so that's why I'm such an advocate for like speaking your truth and allowing yourself to be real and allowing yourself to show up for who you are because then you're giving other people permission to do that. And we need more authentic people out there. We need, like, when we are allowing ourselves to be authentic, we allow ourselves to be the creative beings that we are. And that's what this, like, renaissance that we're going through right now, we're going through, like, an art renaissance right now where people are really expressing who they are And people are really going out there and sharing who they are, sharing their stories, connecting. And I mean, think about it. Look at YouTube. Like all these people are out on YouTube right now just sharing their stories. Like this this video, this podcast will be on YouTube. This podcast is on SoundCloud. When you're on SoundCloud, there's all these people that are doing their best to share their art. When you're on iTunes, there's all these people doing their best to share their art. We're all doing our best to share, to connect, because that's when we really connect with one another. And so when you allow yourself or you think that like your story isn't worthy or you're not worthy enough to express or who am I to, those questions of like playing small, it's a mess. That's not who you are. That's not who you are. You're not here to play small. You're here to be your highest self. You're here to be like the fullest expression of who you are. And so we limit ourselves because we're afraid of the things that happened in the past, which are still like stuck in our subconscious mind, which Kundalini Yoga could, of course, help us out with that. And even talking about it, as soon as we're able to talk about these things, they lose their power over us. These really heavy things lose their power over us. Like, you know, I don't like to, no one likes to really say that like, oh, they fucked up in the past. No one likes to admit that, but we have to. (laughs) we have to I'm not I'm not proud of the way I treated people when I was going through the shit of my shit I'm still dealing with the consequences of that right now there's still people that are hurting and sometimes it fucking kills me for sure and it gets to my head but then I have to turn it over to God because I can't control the way other people are behaving or other or how they're grieving or how they're processing what's happening you can't do it like the deed is done and you have to focus on like being the best version of you that you can ask for forgiveness and ask their guides connect with their guides by having your guides talk to them and be like, Hey, let's try to like squash this and make peace and have this forgiveness because yeah, it fucking hurts when, you know, there's people that you hurt when you were so unconscious that are still hurting. It's the worst to me. That's the worst because I, my love language is quality time. And so when there's people that I love that don't want to spend time with me, it's like putting a fucking sword through my heart. So I know with me, what I've just been really doing is forgiving myself, choosing again, and choosing thoughts that really support where I want to be. And doing those action steps, like just doing it, you know, me going ahead and being like, oh my God, I'm buying this house. Like, Whew, like that's been a commitment for myself. You know, that's me getting out of my comfort zone and me like going after it rather than just like thinking that things are going to come my way or like I'm going to be rescued in any way. It's like, no, I got to fucking go after what I want. But in a way that's not forceful against other people's free will. Like this is about me, like having the intention of what we're doing is everything, everything. 
what is the intention of why you're behaving the way you are? What is the intention of why you're about to do this? Or what's the intention as to why you're calling this person? Or, you know, what is your intention? And my prayer every morning, you know, is from A Course in Miracles. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? And then I also ask every day to like be in alignment with the highest benevolence of truth and love and compassion to help serve from that space. And to, you know, when we allow ourselves to be who we are, when we recognize our mess and realize that we fucked up in the past, but we're able to get back up and go forward and be confident in where we're going to, that's when people are like, wow, they've really shifted. We're like, wow, look how far they've come. And that's what I've had to see with myself too, is like rather than being in that like wallowing and that that victim or like, ugh, or like, oh, poor me. No, like standing up with my head up tall and going forward and knowing that all of this is being divinely guided and there's a great divine plan into all of this, even when we can't see it. It's such a nice relief because otherwise you're just going to drive yourself fucking crazy when things aren't going your way. And you have to really be careful for what you wish for. Because when you wish for like big, you're going to get it. And the road may not always be easy. So when you go out there, like be aware of what you're doing. And if the things are from the past are really coming up, breathe. You got to breathe through it. Find the gratitude for it. Find the lesson and really allow yourself to catch your thoughts and the words that you speak about it. Because I know for damn sure in the past, like even like yesterday, like I was saying shit that wasn't really supportive of me because I was so caught up in like the anger that I just completely like in in an instant just completely fell out of alignment with my highest self and I allowed the ego to come through. Ego is around us. Like we are still, we still have an ego. Like we need to be able to integrate the ego and transcend the ego. But that ego is part of our shadow separate self too. And so that's a part of us that we have to really honor and to really embrace and be gentle with. Because as we're also going through these changes, we have to be gentle with ourselves. Because if we've been so caught up in the mess for years or months or whatever, there's going to be growing pains. And that's what I really experienced. Like, oh, I was in this fucking mess for like five years. And now there's growing pains that are going through it because God is providing and ready to set me up for something miraculous and beautiful. But I had to get real with myself that it's not going to always look my way and it's not going to always be my way. And sometimes I'm telling myself, I don't want it to be my way because it's always exhausting. It was so exhausting. And so when you think about it in that space, it's just really let go, let God, surrender. And the mess that you are in is just so rich. It's such rich soil that allows you to become the sage and it gives you the wisdom and the grace that you are here to really share with the world because the world needs your medicine. And guess what? Your mess, the message that from your mess, that's the medicine. That is the real medicine. So go out there, embrace all of who you are, write about it, 
talk about it with someone. You know, if it's still really hurting you, go out there and talk about it with either a therapist or a loved one, if whoever you need to express it. But just allow yourself to break yourself, break free from the chains. Like you don't need to be chained down anymore. Like you are in your own prison in your head when you're so caught up in your own mess. And when you allow yourself to be in that stillness, the murky water starts to clear. So just be still, have your meditation practice, breathe, be kind to one another, be kind to yourself, be gentle through the process and just have trust and keep the faith alive. And so I'm really excited. There's a lot of really amazing new episodes coming up and I'm feeling super inspired moving into my new house. And if you still want to work with me, there's still some spots available to work with my one-on-one Aquarian sessions. I'm really excited to see the transformations that are happening with my clients right now. And this is our time to step up. This is our time to be authentic and to be real and to be courageous. And also, now I can finally mention it, um, I will be teaching at Oregon Eclipse, uh, the Global Eclipse Gathering in Oregon in the end of, um, excuse me, like, well, middle, I should say, middle of August. And I'm so honored to be with such an incredible lineup of yogis and musicians and to be there for a week, especially because I'm not going to the burn. I'm really excited to have my alchemy sessions there to really bring in breath work and kundalini yoga and sound medicine. So make sure you keep your eye out for the alchemy sessions. But I love you so much. And if you ever have any questions, feel free to reach out. You know where to find me at Shamanessa Godessa on Instagram. You can send me a DM. Let me know what you think of the episode. You can leave your comments below on either SoundCloud or YouTube. And leave us a review on iTunes if you are loving these episodes. I'm really, there's so many like boss ass bitches coming through. I'm so excited. And we're really here to support you and to help you like build your queendom and to really, this is your life. This is your life. You have the choice to choose. Like honor the past, honor where you've come from, honor the journey. That's all I have to say. Then some of this whole thing is just honor where you've been, honor where you, where you were, the things that you've had to go through that weren't always pleasant honor it, recognize it, appreciate it, and move forward with grace, with confidence, with ease, and authenticity and vulnerability. Just be who you are. Just be who you are. Flaws and all, we're all perfectly imperfect. But thank you for joining me on this episode of the Sovereign Goddess Podcast. I'm really looking forward to hear what you guys have to say about this episode, and I would love to hear your messes. (laughs) Share with me your message and how you're here to really, you know, shift that mess into your message. I would love to hear more about it. I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon. Satnam.